your need-to-know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max, a deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max. Happy Friday! Welcome to this brand new show. You will hear and experience culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and around the world tonight. You'll find out where you will see Santa's aplenty on bicycles around Milwaukee. Get an update on the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies as they prepare for their Sunday performance in the Waukesha Christmas Parade. And hear a Christmas song by a local polka legend. But first, tis the season for a huge holiday community event next weekend. I have a special guest and partner with WTMJ. Sandy, thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is Tiffany Corris. I'm the Partnership Director at Casmeric Enterprises, and I'm so excited to be working with WTMJ on our Kids to Kids Toy Drive. So many years together now. How many years has it been? 18 years has brought us 300,000 toys, and we're still counting. Wow, that is 300,000 smiles on little faces. <laughs> Absolutely. I am excited because I will be there Saturday, December 9th from 3 till 7 is a celebration of giving toy drive event. This is for anyone who comes to drop off a new toy is going to be delighted, not just by holiday decorations, but you have a great entertainment lineup. We do. It's going to be really fun. And it's a totally free event for everybody that comes. And, And hopefully people will bring a toy. It's not required, but we do ask to bring a new and unwrapped toy. The fun starts at 3 o'clock, but it all kicks off with the Kettle Moraine Lutheran High School Brass Choir, followed by the Thomas Jefferson Middle School Choir of Port Washington. And then we do this awesome tribute to the Ozaki County First Responders. They bring all of their vehicles and all of the toys that they've collected throughout Ozaki County, and they parade into the grounds with their fire trucks and their lights on, and it's a really impressive tribute. And it's dusk, and so the lights get turned on, and it's just a really heartfelt experience with our with our very own first responders. I know a lot of kids who get super excited when they see the fire trucks. Oh, it's so exciting. And they just <laughs> they just light up the whole street. So that's a really fun thing to see. And we have performances that continue on with Webster Middle School Jazz Band. We're also bringing in the Milwaukee Bucks 414 crew. And then the high school students in the area have put together this mascot challenge, which um, will bring the mascots from the area, from area high schools um, and Grafton, hopefully, you know, with their big football season this year. And we'll be doing a mascot dance off type of challenge. (laughs) It'll just be really fun. So you got music and dancing and mascots on stage, but you also have a lot of ways for kids to get hands on. We will have a craft zone and letters to Xanta that that kids can get their letters into the North Pole express style right from our mailbox. And there's going to be some animals. We have a petting zoo area. We will have hay wagon rides. We will have make your own s'mores. Mm. Um, Home Depot will be on site with um, a project of their very own that kids can, you know, do-it-yourself style project. And of course, the toys. There's going to be tons and tons of toy displays that are just really impressive to see what we've collected over the last couple weeks and months. Is there going to be a toy train there? There's a huge toy train that's inside. Everybody's going to be welcome to come inside. We'll have cookies and all the toys on display. And there is this huge toy train display that actually operates and um, we have some special wonderful people um, there's a couple the milliches come in and do this train display for us every year and it's just a really cool thing to see i feel like a toy train display brings out the child in everyone 
And we are looking to bring out the kid, but we're also looking for you to bring out the toys for kids. Who receives these new unwrapped toys? So we work with a, a, a lot of different agencies to make sure these toys get distributed where they are needed most. The Salvation Army has been a huge help for us in, in distributing the toys. We also are working with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and a lot of different areas in Ozaki County. There, the list goes on. And, and not only that, but we have local businesses also collecting on behalf of this effort. Fox Brothers Piggly Wiggly locations. We've got a significant amount of Cousins locations collecting toys. And Culver's is doing a special toy drive for us in Grafton. So not only are the agencies helping us, but the community is also helping collect toys. So it really maximizes the effort across the Milwaukee area. Tiffany, I want to ask you, is there a story that sticks with you since you've been working on Capco's Kids to Kids Toy Drive? You know what? It comes back to the kids. It's all about the kids helping kids and seeing some of our, our students in the area really participate They are the reason that keeps this toy drive going. So just by definition of what this event is, it it truly is uh, all about the kids. Will I see you on Saturday? I will be there. I cannot wait to see you. (laughs) I will be there. And hopefully you will have as wonderful of a time as we are all going to have out there seeing all the smiles and all the kids, all the toys. And just thank you so much for your support. We'll have to make some s'mores together, Tiffany. Yes, let's do it. Mmm, I like it. Tiffany Corris of Casmeric Enterprises Partnership Director, and I think she qualifies as one of Santa's helpers. And it is going to be fun next Saturday. Three o'clock is when the music and the dancing and the mascots all start at Capco's Kid to Kids Toy Drive, a celebration of giving toy drive event Saturday in Grafton. Next Saturday, not this Saturday, next Saturday, outside and inside at 885 Badger Circle. And I make sure I say next Saturday because... Starting on Monday, you're going to be able to donate to the Kids to Kids Toy Drive through WTMJ.com. And we're all going to kind of I sense there's going to be a little competition amongst the shows of maybe who can raise the most money to make Christmas better for kids in our area. It's going to be a week long campaign and it, the highlight will be the event that I'll be at next Saturday. And uh, they are accepting donations. So uh, kids to kids toy if you want to find out more information on volunteering and events. And so many cycling Santas around Milwaukee on Saturday. Why? Find out next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max. a song you might not be familiar with, but I found through the magic of YouTube. It's called Santa Rides a Bike. I thought it was very appropriate for this because if you're not familiar with it already, there is an event that is happening tomorrow. This city celebrates the season with cycling Santas. WTMJ traffic anchor and reporter Debbie Lazaga, she has the story. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Clauses are coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! I know him. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. There he goes. Who knew Santa was a bike fan? It's the 2023 Santa Rampage, and it's on a street near you this weekend. Well, the Santa Rampage is the world's largest holiday-themed costume bike ride for charity. Wisconsin Bike Federation's Jake Newborn says they're ready for a big turnout. Yeah, we are probably expecting about 12 to 1,300 registered riders, but depending on the weather, we could get close to 2,000 people. If we hit 2,000, I think we'd break a record. 
That's no joke. Santa's helpers will be out in full force for this record-breaking fundraiser. We have lots of great programs that are helping get kids and families on bikes. We do summer bike camps. We do a free mobile bike repair program in the summer where we train high school kids to fix bikes for free and then we give them out. We have lots of programs that are really just, you know, making it safer and more fun and easier to, to get biking. With so many folks on bikes out there, drivers will want to be careful since they're not officially closing any streets. The ride will leave our headquarters here in Bayview off of Beecher and KK at 9.30 a.m. Uh, it'll be kind of police guided, but we won't have any streets closed off. And it will travel north up to Hollander on Downer Avenue and then loop back on the west side of the river, coming back towards Bayview and kind of ending there. So we just kind of ask everyone just have a little bit of patience. The ride will be moving along shortly and we don't hope to block anything up for too long. Now, mush! 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 Well, you can just jump on your bike and go after registering, but if you want the full holiday effect, there's a little preparation involved. We really love when people dress up, and not just as Santa, reindeer, elves, Mrs. Claus, dreidels, Jesus, just straight up like deer, uh, Krampus outfit, which was pretty scary, actually. So that's really part of the, what that makes this ride you know, unique and fun, so I encourage everyone to, to dress up for sure. This is ridiculous. If I can't find something nice to wear, I'm not going. Oh, come on, it's not that bad. In past years, there was even... Yukon Cornelius, the greatest prospector in the North! No matter what you're going to wear, it's a great way to have some fun and show your holiday cheer. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Debbie Lazica, WTMJ News. Thank you, Debbie. And if you've been watching our WTMJ.com YouTube stream during Debbie's feature, you saw a lot of photos of people being festive during the Santa rampage. And I am delighted to announce that two of the potentially 2,000 Santa rampagers tomorrow are in the studio with me, Katie and Jason Pinkowski, a married couple who make this an annual tradition. (laughs) Yeah, we try it when we can. Yep, sometimes we're out of town, but uh, whenever we're in town, we try to make it. Absolutely. How many rampages have you cycled in so far? Probably, I'd say five or six. I we're was going to say six. Is, looking back at Facebook, uh, we realized our first one was in 2012, but I don't know when it started, some, some years before that. So as far as costumes go, you are dressed as Santa Claus mm-hmm. with a very uh, festive eyewear with uh, green eyelashes on your Santa Claus glasses. Yes, those were left behind from someone else that did the rampage one year, <laughs> and they were left at our house. Incorporated so I have, into your costume. I've so kept you, them. You're a very unique Santa, Jason. Yes, and I try. Uh, Katie, are you Mrs. Claus? No, you know, it's it's just all about fun. You know, some people dress as elves. I love what Jake said, you know, about all the costumes because the, it, it's really half of the fun is just seeing, you know, bunnies from A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we told you earlier about the guy who dressed as uh, Bruce Willis in Die Hard. And, and oh, that, you had a John McClane? A, a Die John McClane, yeah. He was barefoot and it was cold <laughs> that year. And, well, uh, and we walked up to the front of him and you just see his face and it's it's kind of he's got like a black eye. Oh, and, he looks and like, like he's all beat yeah, up. Oh, and, is and, it like, from the end of the dripping. movie? <laughs> and, and of course, you're kind of confused, like what what happened to this guy? And then you start walking behind him, and you see the the weapon taped to his back, like sure. in the movie, and you're like, oh, 
brilliant. I say I love a theme, yep. and this seems like a great creative outlet, and that people oh, yeah. lean all the way mm-hmm. into this. And you stop at different places. We heard a little bit about the route. Mm-hmm. What are some of the favorite places that you like to stop at on the Santa Rampage? Well, Lakefront Brewery for sure. <laughs> That's um, a must. Uh, it just recently, or uh, the it has developed over the years. It used to be very unorganized organized intentionally unorganized people would start on the south side and work their way to lakefront brewery people start on the north side work their way to lakefront brewery people start in tosa work their way in and there was you know it's organized unorganized i don't know how to explain (laughs) it and everyone would meet at lakefront brewery and there would be literally 500 santas in lakefront brewery and it's packed it is packed i can imagine that ballroom and then when the just filled with red and white and then all the other Grinches and everyone else. Who's and there. the odd thing is, is when you're standing there and all of a sudden you hear someone yell your name from across the room and you're in full costume. Somehow they recognize you. How do they you. recognize you behind the beard? Because yeah, right. right now, if you walked up to me, I would not have known right. that this no. was my and friend Jason Pinkowski. For how many years, so. Yeah, over a decade for sure. Yep. How fun. Well, more questions with Jason and Katie Pinkowski. Santa Rampagers. And, oh, and if you go to the YouTube stream right now, we are showing a picture of hundreds of Santa Rampagers at Lakefront Brewery and all the festive hats. It's, it looks like a really good time. It's happening tomorrow. We'll give you the details and more questions with Jason and Katie about the Milwaukee Santa Rampage to benefit the Wisconsin Bike Federation next on WTMJ. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max. Ah, the bicycle song from Red Hot Chili Peppers. To get you in that Santa Rampage mood, where tomorrow around Milwaukee, you are going to see, I think, thousands of people dressed up and cycling in the Santa Rampage put on by the Wisconsin Bike Federation. And joining me in the studio, two of my friends who have made this an annual tradition, Katie and Jason Pinkowski, who are dressed in full Santa red and white garb. You are officially Santa Claus, one yep. of the most unique ones I've ever seen with your cat eye glasses and green eyelashes. And Katie, you you look like a very supportive Ms. Claus of some sort, but you even got the bicycle helmets with the Santa hats on them. What is the reaction when you are cycling through the streets tomorrow? It's it's great. Uh even like the people who are stopped in their cars for the traffic, they're smiling, taking pictures, they're on, you know, social media live, you think and the kids come out and then a lot of cyclists too also like throw candy from their cycle just like a parade it feels like you're in a parade and it brings a lot of joy and i to be honest i haven't experienced any like negative drivers you would think there's probably some of that but holiday cheer yeah holiday cheer does this take all day when do you start oh no it doesn't take well (laughs) it can it can take all day and it it has on occasion um but it starts at 9 30 in the morning uh is when kickstands up is um and then basically you do one loop it's a 12 what 12 and a half mile loop i believe but it's a super leisurely pace and again with the stop at lakefront you can well, skip it or you can get yeah, rolling. Yeah, I get the impression there are more stops of that because some of the photos exactly. you shared with me in the past stop at Kachansky's, which is a super fun place. Is it more of a bar hopping type so it, cruise? Again, or? it used to be very, um, now it's organized. It's one loop and they even have a shorter loop. Very organized, yep. police led, but it's also unorganized at the same time. Lots of people start on the loop and then they'll veer off right. and then maybe they'll join back the loop. Or go to another bar. You know, it it's 
It's whatever you want to do, honestly. It's like, and and again, you you can can, rampage how you want. You used to have to, you used to have to, I used to, you couldn't do anything else on the day of the rampage because it just, with all the fresh air and perhaps (laughs) a few beers, you're exhausted. But tomorrow I've got two other things to do in the day. So I know I have to kind of take it easy. You have a three o'clock appointment. So, okay, so you could do that. But, and I just love that. This embraces not just the holiday season and community and camaraderie. And you, I'm sure you bump into people you haven't seen for a while or no, you absolutely. only see during only the Santa see, Rampage. Yeah, Michael Walsh, I only see him once a year. <laughs> I was going to say one of our first years, we ended up running into someone that we know through the neighborhood, but is also a marketer. So as we're riding down, he's like, uh, I think we're going to stop at, um, where did we stop? Sobelman's, it's now Sobelman's. The for our first year. And then we went to go to the Avalanche, but it was closed. Aww. So, way back Appropriate when. for the snowfall, <laughs> right, though. We exactly. like that. But it's supposed to be nice weather tomorrow. I think mostly cloudy, Beautiful. high 42. And again, the great thing about this, not as a community, but it's a fundraiser for the Wisconsin Bike Federation. And if you have fun on a bicycle now, maybe you'll do more biking throughout the year. But this also raises money for youth and family-based education and encouragement programs in Milwaukee and Dane counties. So tomorrow is the Milwaukee Santa Cycle Ramp. Page and next Saturday the 9th is Madison. So if you enjoy it that much, you can, go, can go. You can go take your bikes to Madison as well. Jason Pinkowski, Katie Pinkowski, thank you so much for visiting and for dressing up again. Go back to WTMJ.com and watch our YouTube stream. You will be charmed and delighted by their <laughs> costumes in person and the photos that they shared from previous Santa rampages. Safe rolling and uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Festive holidays to you both. Merry thank Christmas, Sandy. Thank you. Ho ho ho. <laughs> That was a sort of a Hans Gruber ho, ho, ho. We're going to talk with the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies and check in with them next. But first, from the WTMJ Breaking News Center, here's Jessica Gatso. On tap with Sandy Max. Hey, oh, oh. Tis the season. Thank you for tuning in to this new show, What's on Tap on WTMJ. You get to experience culture and creativity from Wisconsin and around the world. I am Sandy Max. On Sunday will be the 60th annual Waukesha Christmas Parade. And as you remember, two years ago, it was when the entire country learned about this community because of the awful tragedy when a man drove an SUV into the parade for blocks as it was happening, killing six people, injuring more than 60, and traumatizing hundreds of witnesses and families and really causing a ripple effect throughout our entire state. Four of the people that were killed that evening were part of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies. And that's a group that continues today because they've truly carried on and embodied the Waukesha strong mentality by continuing to perform and honor those loved ones that didn't survive that day. And the Dancing Grannies, they are unstoppable in the best way. And right now, I am very excited. Meet the current co-leaders of the original Milwaukee Dancing Grannies. I'm Jan Kwiatkowski. I'm one of the co-leaders of the Dancing Grannies. I'm Jean Knudsen, another co-leader of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies. Welcome to What's on Tap. And how did each of you get involved with the Dancing Grannies organization? Uh, this is Jan. Uh, wow. Uh, before I was a grandmother, but, uh, you know, we had, we were just married and, and all of that. I saw the Dancing Grannies in the Wauwatosa Parade and thought they were pretty cool and just made up my mind that one day when I was a grandma, I was going to do that when I grew up. You're not alone yeah. in that, Jan, because I have a friend that I work with named Angela, who I think her daughter just graduated high school, and she's not a grandmother yet, but she, when I told her I was interviewing the two of you, she was like, oh my God, I want to be a dancing granny someday. Find out how I do it. 
<laughs> you can be, aspire to be a dancing granny even when you're not one. Exactly, exactly. And Jean, how did you get involved in the dancing grannies? Basically, the, a similar way of, as Jan. However, I think I joined before she did. I joined in 2015. Uh, my kids were grown out of the house and... I just needed to do something, so I decided to join for the exercise, the friendship, and, you know, also performing, and that has kept me very busy. Were each of you dancers before this? No, I was not. I did. I started dancing when I was a kid. I danced with one of the Polish dance troops in Milwaukee and started performing, I don't know, maybe I was around six, seven years old and did that, I think, until I was in my early teens. Got the performing and dancing bug a long time ago. So I guess uh, the choreography is something that anyone can pick up then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Have to be a dancer to do it. What are the criteria to become a dancing granny? Right now it is uh, 55 or older, unless you are a grandmother before that. So if you're a grandmother at, say, the age of 50, you can certainly join us. Um, You do not have to be a grandmother, but if you are not, it's 55 and older. Interesting. It's almost like the Real Housewives on Bravo. Not all of them are married, you know. Right. (laughs) Certainly, we're also trying to give recognition to the fact that the world is a different place. And there are a lot of women who serve in a grandmother-type role that may not be biological grandmothers, but our grandmothers in action and heart, maybe. What a wonderful way to phrase that. You're absolutely right. You know, the saying of it takes a village to raise a child and that you don't have to be a biological grandparent to care for a little one or or give that love. Exactly. What is the goal of the Dancing Grannies group? Well, we have multiple goals. We're, you know, trying to refine it into a nifty mission statement. But our goals are certainly friendship, wellness, socialization, health, you know, performing and and bringing joy to the community. And also we're trying to define how are we going to give back? One of the most important areas to us as second half of life women where we can make an impact and give back to the community. And what are some of those ways that you have given back? Because I think that just the sheer joy of seeing you perform is definitely a way of bringing that spirit to people who watch you at the parades. Yeah, definitely. There's no question about that. It's, it's really fun watching the different faces of all the different age uh, people and, and kids and teenage boys and, you know, just all the different ages as we go down the street. But some of the other ways we started to give back um, are by doing what we call standalone performances, uh, performances more like in a skilled care or possibly a a community event. There was an event in Waukesha for the first responders. We've done a performance at one of the um, Panther soccer games when the freshmen were welcome to town and, and UW figured what a better way to welcome freshmen from out of the city and make them feel home than to have a bunch of grandmas come. <laughs> That's a great point. Kids missing their families. That is a very warm welcome. What are some of your performances that are coming up so we can see the dancing grannies? Saturday, we are in West Dallas, 4.45 p.m. start. And Sunday, the Waukesha Parade at 4 p.m. We have four appearances at the Enchant Christmas at the Rock Complex in Franklin. 
Uh, we will be appearing there on December 8th, December 16th, December 23rd, and December 30th. And then also next week, Saturday, December 9th, we will be appearing at the Wave Game. I think that's a 6 p.m. start. Fun. And then we have a few skilled care and nursing home events, too. Oh, that'll be lovely. Round up the year. Yeah, that'll be lovely at the holidays. It sounds like you, you ladies are in demand. We are. We are very much in demand. Um, right now, we are booking for 2024 and also into 2025. So if there are any communities out there that would like us in their parades, please send us a message. And uh, let's connect. You are popular ladies all the way into 2025. I haven't even bought a calendar for that year yet. I just did. I just did. It's on its way. Actually, it's going to go until 2028, so I can keep booking away. Stay with me for more with Jan and Jean of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies next on WTMJ. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max. Welcome back. The Milwaukee Dancing Grannies have been an inspiration to so many since before the Waukesha Christmas Parade tragedy of two years ago. That tragedy killed six people, and four of those victims were part of the Dancing Grannies group. And they are performing tonight in Burlington, tomorrow in West Dallas, and returning to Waukesha to perform in the parade there on Sunday. I was able to chat with the co-leaders of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies, Jan Kwiatkowski and Jean Knudsen, and we pick up our conversation here how big is the Dancing Grannies group, Jen? We have uh, 28, right, Jeannie? 29. 29 active, right. Yeah, 29 dancers, and then we have a whole host of what we call sparklers who are volunteers, which is the biggest group in granny history. All of us are actually going to be there at Waukesha, which is going to be pretty cool. But the, the beauty of having a group this large is that it allows us now the flexibility to do the outreach, the standalone performances, because a lot of us still work and, you know, can't do something during the day. But those that don't are able to go and do some of these things. Now, you mentioned Waukesha, of course, and that all of the Dancing Grannies will be there in force with the Sparklers volunteers. But I have to think that it's also going to be a bittersweet day with it being two years since the tragedy that happened at the Waukesha Christmas Parade. How have the dancing grannies been coping through that experience and that grief? You know, it's it's an ongoing process. The first year was very much um, survival, you know, like after any, any major event or loss in the life of a, of a person, of a family, and, and, you know, just figuring out how to get through it. It's doing everything new the first time without the, the people that you lost and making changes that you never figured you'd have to plan, you never figured you'd have to do, and managing all the emotions that come with everybody grieving a, a different way and certainly people recovering some, from some very serious physical injuries and significant emotional trauma. Uh, but we, we were just determined that we were going to figure out how to do that and be pretty transparent. I think that um, I always say it's, it's not all pom-poms and, and um, sparkles. There's a lot of darn hard work 
um, that goes on in between. The second year, I think, was like now learning how to grow into the new reality of who the grannies are and, and how we've evolved in a way that in many ways was forced upon us, but in, in the same way um, has just really broadened this group. We're now a, a corporation, uh, which we, we had to do after the donations we received. We became a 501c3. We're working on mission and outreach and, and just putting all those things in place that make an organization functional. What an example of the phrase that got used so much and still stands of Waukesha Strong to feel the community and have the community legitimately show up for Dancing Grannies. And like you said, with donations and just the emotional support, the actual support of coming out and showing up whenever you are performing. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can say just for me personally, um, when we are performing and people start cheering and clapping and doing the heart sign with their hands, I mean, that still brings tears to my eyes. It, it can be very emotional, but we know we're doing the right thing. We didn't know what we were, go- what we were going to do at first when this all hit us, but Jan and I decided to team up together and give it a try. And we all, we thought if it, succeeds it you know that's a great thing but if it doesn't at least we gave it a try and we know that Ginny and Lee are up there cheering us on because they would not have wanted us to dissolve the group in any way what a wonderful sentiment and I, uh-huh. every dancing granny that i have met has been fun and individual personalities and i got to travel with one of your dancing grannies to England on a Beatles and More trip. Mm-hmm. I got to travel with Susie Lance and her very oh. funny oh. husband, Dennis. <laughs> yes. And she does say hi. Oh, good. To say hi to you. Give a great big hello back to her. And what is one of the favorite songs that you are performing to? Jan, I'll go with you first. Oh, that's, there's two that I really like. I'm going to say Santa Baby. That was a song that Ginny choreographed. Uh, I think it was about two years before the Waukesha tragedy, and we were just really getting the the hang of it, but we've updated it a little bit, and I really like the update. So I think that's my probably my favorite. We'll watch for you to put a little bit of extra into Santa Baby Jan. And Jean, what's, what are your favorite songs that you're performing to? Uh, my favorite song for winter is Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and that is a new routine for us. It's just bubbly and we do like prancing in there which is something we have never did as far as our steps and everybody's having fun with it we want to see you ladies uh with your pom-poms and your sparklers where can we get the updated schedule for dancing grannies find it on facebook milwaukee dancing grannies yeah follow us on facebook because we always update it as we get uh new parades and new events coming in so this way you can plan your uh calendar around us all the way through 2025 at this point. There you, go. <laughs> you never know. It might be beyond that. <laughs> Jan Kwiatkowski and Jean Knudsen, co-leaders of The Dancing Grannies, going strong, and we look forward to seeing you dancing and spreading joy all around Wisconsin. Thank you. Thank you so much, and thank you to everybody out there. Amen. We couldn't do this without everybody. Sounds Can I wonderful. add one thing? Of course. We are the only... Milwaukee Dancing Granny group. We are the original ones. 
So we're very proud of who we are. And even now, more so because we did survive and get through the tragedy. Um, you know, when the tragedy happened, there was six of us standing afterwards. And now we're up to 29. And the Waukesha Parade, as Jan said, everybody is going to be in the Waukesha Parade. So this is going to be our largest group ever to wear our winter blue costumes. So we will be making history in the Waukesha Parade. That is wonderful. And again, when you talk about winter blue, you think of all the blue lights that were lit after the tragedy Mm -hmm. two years ago. What a wonderful way to overcome this and come together. And as we say, Waukesha strong. What an accomplishment, ladies. Correct. Jeannie mentioned sending a message. Our email, milwaukeedancinggrannies at gmail.com. That's the, the best way to get a hold of us, milwaukeedancinggrannies at gmail.com. Get ready for your email to be flooded. <laughs> That's okay. That's what we're here for. <laughs> that is Jean Knutson and Jan Kwiatkowski, the co-leaders of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies. You can see them perform Sunday at 4 in the Waukesha Christmas Parade. And check their Milwaukee Dancing Grannies Facebook page for their performance calendar all around the Milwaukee area. I am Sandy Max, and next it's time for a Christmas polka by a local legend with the song you should hear next on WTMJ. And now, feast your ears. This is the song you need to hear. Most blokes going to be playing at 10. These go to 11. Tis the season, and I'm trying to spotlight some Wisconsin Christmas music, and a local legend in the polka music scene passed away unexpectedly this summer. Steve Meisner, who performed at so many events, including South Milwaukee's Crusher Fest, one of my favorite performances of Steve Meisner's. Uh, but his band continues, the Steve Meisner Legacy Band. They're performing tonight and tomorrow night in Madison at the Essen House and next weekend at Old German Beer Hall next Friday and Saturday, keeping the music of Steve Meisner alive. And this is one of Steve Meisner's Christmas songs called Forever Christmas. If I could make one wish come true, I'd wish that we would see How much more it could be Peace and joy around the world The meaning's very clear The way it makes us feel Should last throughout the year When people come together Steve Meisner, local legend in the polka music scene and continuing, he continued the legacy of his father, Vern. That is Forever Christmas. You can find it online, stevemeisner.com. They're having a huge sale on all of his music just in time for Christmas. Imagine that for stocking stuffers. Maybe get a CD for yourself or a polka music lover that you know. Steve Meisner, the song you should hear tonight on What's on Tap on WTMJ. I'm Sandy Max. Have a great weekend. WTMJ Nights with Brian Noonan is next after the news. I wish I hope comes true, it's a okay.